Today, my name is Evelyn Aka. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law. We are based in Calgary, Alberta, and we have two offices in Toronto and Vancouver, Canada as well. I focus primarily on cross-border NAFTA immigration law for professionals as well as families and individuals looking to move to Canada or move to the United States. I would like to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Today, we are speaking about startup visas and entrepreneur business immigration to Canada. So as you know, uh, we do a lot of work at Aka Business Immigration law related to immigration for both uh, professionals and and companies. And obviously the name says it for itself. We do a lot of corporate and business immigration law, uh, but we also definitely assist with individuals with personal immigration. So if you have any questions or needs, feel free to contact us at acolaw.com. Today, I'm going to speak about the startup visa category, and I'm going to be referring to lots of paper because it's quite um, it's quite complicated. We want to make sure we give you as much information as we can during this discussion. And again, you can also reach me on our Ask Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka podcast, and you can sign up for it where you sign up for all podcasts, and hopefully you'll be able to get regular useful information. Um, for those of us who are trying to reach us at the firm, you can contact us through acalaw.com and you can also try our phone number 403-452-9515, 403-452-9515. So the startup visa program is a permanent residence stream that allows for people who own their businesses to qualify for permanent residence in Canada. And it's one of those programs that the government launched. It was in 2013 as a pilot program, and it became um, a permanent program in March of 2018. The real focus of the Startup Visa program is for those that are entrepreneurs that are just launching or who have a business somewhere else and want to then launch a related business um, in Canada with, with, the, with the relationships they would have in Canada with incubators and venture capitals um, and other kind of designated organizations. So the way it works is you must be a new business with the intention of operating in Canada. And then, in order to obtain permanent residence, you have to be able to find a sponsor of some sort. And usually, um, to be eligible, I'm going to go through the criteria, but usually to be eligible, you need to find an angel investor group, a venture capital fund, or a business incubator approved by the Minister of Immigration that will invest or support your startup. And those, that long list of venture capitals, funds, investor groups, um, angel investor groups, and incubators are on the Immigration and Refugee Canada website under the startup visa category. So in order to be eligible, and one thing I will say is most of the companies that come to us who ask about the startup visa are technical. They usually are high-tech app-based, cloud-based. They're looking for um, support for technology in order to launch their business venture in Canada. Most of them are technology type of businesses. So in order to be eligible, I'm going to go through the criteria. You must have no more than five people who are applying for permanent residence as a part of the same business venture. And that means that there can't be more than five partners in the business um, that are eligible or applying for permanent residence. Because when you're selected under the startup 
immigrant visa program, you are issued permanent resident status. We'll talk about other ways to come in after we discuss the startup visa category. Each applicant under the startup visa category must hold at least 10% or more of the voting shares in the startup. So you need to think about how you're structured before you apply for the startup visa so that you comply. And the applicant and the designated organization must jointly hold more than 50% of the voting rights. So that means the applicant and, for instance, an incubator that you're going to be working with that has selected you must hold more than 50% of the voting rights of the new business that you're starting in Canada. And the owners must be actively engaged in the business. So, for instance, you can't just say, I want to start up a business so I can get permanent residence. You must be able to show that you're committed to the business, that you're planning to work in this area, and that even ideally if you have experience back home doing the same type of work, it will help qualify you so that you can be selected in an incubator or for venture capital as well. Um, you must also be an essential part of the business that will be operating from Canada. So if you have a business overseas and you want to then launch a startup in Canada related to it, um, the primary um, location of that business should be Canada if it's a new opportunity or new venture. And the business must be incorporated in Canada. So giving you this long list of eligibility criteria um, because it's important. We get a lot of calls from people that don't meet the criteria at the stage that they reach us and they need to go back and review step by step to ensure that they do meet the criteria before we will even begin an application on their behalf. In order to be approved as well for the startup visa, you must have a letter of support from a designated um, uh, investor um, organization. So that investor must be investing at least $200,000 if it's a Canadian venture capital fund or at least $75,000 if it's an angel investor fund. Uh, and if it's a business incubator, it must certify that it's accepted you and your program and business into their own program. And it must be in the form of investment by way of buying shares or other equity in the business. So before I go further, I want to just give you a long a sense of the list. There's a very long list of what they consider designated organizations. I'm looking at it now. And it, it goes from everything from BDC, Venture Capital, um, lots of different venture capitals, maybe 25, all the way from BDC Venture Capital to Yale Town Venture Capitals, from A to Y. And then they also have angel investor investors um, that also are investing. And right now there's about 10 to 12 on that list so that you can reach out to with your business uh, idea and do your pitch and hope that they will support you with the funding you need in order to move to Canada under the startup visa category. In terms of business incubators, these have all been approved by Immigration Canada, and they go, there's a very long list of them, probably 30, and they're in every uh, province in Canada. And so that means that you would need to look to them to see if what you're doing fits into the business incubators um, strategy 
And if they, if you, if you apply and they accept you, their approval will definitely help you along your way in meeting the eligibility criteria to qualify for the startup visa program. The other thing that's really important about this is that you as the startup visa owner or the, or the startup company owner must own the intellectual property. You must have good record keeping. You must be able to show your financials. So there's a lot that goes into these applications. We don't take them lightly in order to qualify. The other requirement is language. Much like most of the permanent residence categories in Canada, you must be able to speak English or French at a certain level. And for this program, you must attain a Canadian language benchmark of at least five in either English or French, and that's for reading, writing, listening, and speaking. So that if you don't meet that criteria, then you will not be eligible for, um, for the startup category. Another thing that you have to consider when you're doing the startup visa is what are the funds you have or the funds you will need to move to Canada to support your family while you're launching this brand new business. And one of the things is, for instance, a family of four, you must have approximately $24,000 a year for a family of four to qualify for this category. And it depends if you're on your own, it's less, obviously it's more like $15,000 a year, but you need to be able to show that you have available funds to support yourself since this is a startup. And you have to plan to settle in a province other than Quebec. Um, as I mentioned, Quebec has its own complete um, different business uh, visa visitor and business visa categories for investment and entrepreneurs. It's very different from the rest of Canada. And so every other province but Canada, you would be looking to settle in. And of course, the standard security clearances for Canada, including biometrics and medical examination to make sure that you are fit to move to Canada. Okay, so that is essentially the basic requirements, that long list of how to move to Canada under the startup visa um, business category. One of the things I noticed is we get a lot of people calling us from different parts of the world, or they might even be in Canada. Sometimes we have people who went to university here and they want to stay and they have a business idea. Usually it is, as I said, tech-based. And so then the issue becomes, how do they move into the program? They may not at this point qualify um, but they can look to start the process from here and work through the incubator systems across the country to get selected. But sometimes when they reach us or approach us, they haven't yet qualified because they don't have a business plan or they don't have the technology or, you know, they haven't put all the steps in place. And then we can't help them at that point because they're not quite ready. So before you reach out to lawyers or to us, I always recommend take a look at the Immigration Refugee Canada website and make sure that you fit each and every criteria or that you can fit. And then you can call us. We can have a conversation about what are the next steps, assuming everything else qualifies for you. What is the next step? So once you've identified that you qualify, the next thing is you need to fill out the application. And uh, it's pretty extensive application that, you know, if you miss anything, it'll come back. So make sure you complete it as as fully as possible. If you need legal assistance, seek out qualified lawyers or immigration consultants to help you with this. There is a government fee as well, obviously, for permanent residents. It is 1050 And then depending on the number of family members you're coming with as well, the, the, the fee will increase. 
So that's something to think about in addition to biometrics. Biometrics are the pictures and fingerprints that you must take um, so that the government can do its security searches and make sure everything is legitimate and you're in good shape to come to Canada. As I mentioned as well, you must do the medical. So everybody in the family that is coming with you under the startup visa category must must go through a medical if they're over 18, 18 and over. Okay, so what IRCC does is they look at the application from a, is it complete? Did you provide as much information as possible? Did you show them details about what you're planning on doing? Is there a business plan in the application? Do you have approval and confirmation of approval for incubation um, with the company? Or do you have uh, venture uh, capital funding or angel investor funding? There are other ways under this program to actually come to Canada. And I want to talk about that as well. Um, and in terms of timing for this, it seems like it's all over the map. I've seen it as quick as six months and I've seen it take as long as two years. So it really depends also on country of citizenship, how long this process will take and how, qualif and how qualified you are for a successful application. Those are all things to consider. Does your background seem to fit the stream for the startup visa. For instance, if you're a chef and then the next day you're going to be coming in as a technology um, startup, you have to consider how did you make that connection? How did you make that bridge? Will you be successful in your venture? Because that is what Canada is looking for. We are looking for highly skilled professionals um, and business owners with entrepreneurial um, you know, endeavors that are going to come to Canada, create jobs for Canadians, and train and share their knowledge and best practices with Canadians. That is the goal of the Startup Visa Program. So one of the other things I want to mention about the Startup Visa Program, after you've got your designated organizations under your belt and you've selected um, the province you want to live in, as I indicated, um, you everybody in the family will need to have a valid passport to move through the process, uh, of course, to come to Canada. One thing I want to mention is there might be a way for you to come to Canada before you get your permanent residence, and that would be under getting a work permit. So sometimes startup, um, startup visa participants are able to come to Canada before they initiate the permanent residence final stage. And this way they can be in Canada working and contributing um, and kind of launching what their plan is. And in order to come in under the short-term work permit, it's under the International Mobility Program, there is an application category for startup visa program. So it says here in the, in the policy, only for nationals who have received a commitment certificate and a letter of support issued by a designated entity may be considered for a short-term work permit. And this means that only those who have the relationship with an incubator or a venture capital fund or an angel investor fund can look to come to Canada under a short-term work permit while they're also in the permanent residence process for the startup visa. If you meet all those eligibility criteria, then you can apply and you don't need to apply for your permanent residence first. If you meet all the criteria, you can come as a worker and then start your permanent residence application from inside Canada. So those are all decisions that people need to make. And the commitment certificate must be valid, is valid for six months from the day it is issued. So you must submit your application for permanent residence within six months once you get it before it expires, okay, whether or not you apply for a work permit. 
the, I, one thing I find about this program is it's very, very specific. And I sometimes, unfortunately, hear from people who haven't done everything strictly according to the eligibility criteria, and then therefore they lose out on the opportunity to come to Canada under the startup visa program. So we always recommend be incredibly accurate, uh, speak to an advisor, get good advice, check again and triple check again, and make sure that everything is complete. It's really tragic to find that at the end of the stage, you did something wrong or incomplete, and now you've lost that opportunity to come to Canada. Okay, so that's one thing I, I, I highly want to stress is do it right the first time. For us as lawyers, it's really hard to fix um, a mistake or an error or an oversight because then you're already in the system and it makes it much harder to change things up. I want to switch gears now, move from the startup visa category if there are no questions, and I want to talk about the self-employed persons category. We get calls about this as well very regularly for people who may be running businesses successfully overseas and they want to come in under this category. Um, and so because the category is focused on, on cultural and sports, it's focused on those in the artistic and cultural fields. So things like authors and writers, creative performing artists musicians, painters, sculptors, and other visual artists, technical support, and those jobs in the motion industry, pictures industry, creative designers, and craftspeople. So the self-employed persons program is focused on culture and those who are investing and producing um, cultural works of art, you know, who are, who are in the arts, and not necessarily for people who are running traditional type businesses. And so that is sometimes an area where people call and say, oh, I'm in the arts, you know, I, I want to move to Canada. And it's not so simple because we need to see that you've been able to support yourself at least two years, more is for sure preferred, where you've been working in your field, primarily full-time in your field. And sometimes we can even look to sports. Sometimes there's opportunities under that as well. But for the most part, it is focused on arts. So we've had photographers who work full-time overseas as photographers. Um, and we've had people who are um, in the film industry who work full-time in that area. And we have to be able to show how are they supporting themselves. Let's talk about how much money they're making every year. Will they be able to come to Canada and continue in the self-employed stream? Because they're basing it on your history. So when I say to people, like, you know, I need to take a look at the last two to five years, um, you can't be just dabbling as an artist or doing a little painting on the side. The idea is you're coming here under the self-employed category with a work permit or self-employed permanent residence. And that means you are sponsoring yourself. And the government must be satisfied that you can support yourself in Canada and your family doing your art, working in your field. Um, and so there is a, a high threshold for this program as well. It's not for everybody. And it's, as I said, it's not for people that are just casually working in the arts. They must be committed to it full time, making um, money, a significant amount of money from the perspective of being able to support themselves and do well. So that's really all I have right now um, in terms of the startup visa program and the self-employed program. Um, one thing I really want to stress is ACA Business Immigration Law, we do work for a lot of companies. And so sometimes when people call us and they have an idea of which program they think they qualify for, it could be the startup visa program. They say, I want to do this. 
And then the more we probe and ask, you know, we do questions, we'll do a consultation. We charge $500 for one hour consultation in order to gather all the information rather than saying, yes, you qualify, let's start only to find that you don't qualify later on when we, when we have our long list of documents that we need. So, um, Sometimes what we do is if you're running a successful business overseas, we will consider why not incorporate or register a business in Canada and then apply um, apply for other means of coming to Canada, such as an intercompany transfer. That way you're moving to Canada with your family, you're launching your related business in Canada with your family, and you're also looking to grow and create jobs in Canada. This is another strategy we use very successfully, um, working with our tax advisors, making sure everything is in place so that the person and the company can transfer and continue operating without some of the stringent uh, regulations and rules of the startup visa program, which is very, very, um, very, very strict as to who qualifies. And then when somebody's here with their families working, they've created a couple jobs or more, they've transferred their key executives or managers to Canada, um, then they can look at options for permanent residence. So this is one of the strategies we use regularly. We've been very successful with this with clients from all over the world. And so if you're interested to talk with me or one of the members of my team about permanent residency, about moving to Canada with your business, feel free. Contact us at acalaw.com. Or you can reach out at 403-452-9515. And we have a 1-800 number as well on our website. Feel free to reach out to us. And we'd be happy to go through the process with you, to talk through your options, and let you know what's going to work for you and give you some knowledge. I hope that this has been a helpful podcast. If you have any questions about the Startup Visa Program, the Self-Employed Program, or any other business or personal immigration matters, feel free to reach out to us. Have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining me here at ACA Business Immigration Law. Take care. Bye-bye.